0: What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are going through the book of Genesis. This is with Trust in Jesus Ministries. Glad you guys are listening. Glad you guys are here. And uh, if it's your first time here, what we do is we go through scripture verse by verse, and we just talk about what it has to say. And then uh, what it talks about God and how it um, shows who he is, his character. Then we talk about what it talks about man, their character whether it be Christian, non-Christian, or both. And then we finally just try and apply these truths to our lives. So I'm glad you're here, glad you're listening. Stop the tape if you haven't read 12, 1 through 3. We've got three verses a day in Genesis. It's the call, man. This is the thing that we have been leading to, that we find out how the seed of woman will beat the seed of Satan. And this is the start of it, man. So jump into it. If you haven't read it, go and stop the tape. Come back. We'll answer those questions I just thought. And uh, if you have read it, let's just go into it, man. Let's see what it says. So what is uh, Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3 actually saying? Well, uh, it gives three huge things. It gives a directive. It says, Yahweh said to Abraham, go from your land and from your family and from your father's house to where I tell you to go. He's like, I'm going to show you this place to go. Go. And then after that, he says, I'm going to make you a great nation. It says, uh, and I'm going uh, to bless you, and I'm going to make your name great. And so that's the next thing. And then finally, well, actually, a couple more things. And he says, those who bless you, I'm a bless. And then those who curse you, I'm a curse. And then he, had, he gives the final thing, which is, and you will be a blessing, or uh, in you, the families of all the earth will be blessed. So we got some we got some great stuff going on here. This is the directive that uh God has called Abraham to do. First he tests, he says do something. And then he says, I'm going to do something. Your part leave everything. And then my part bless you with everything. And uh that's insane. We're going to see later that he he gets up and leaves, but what the thing is, is that the things that God promises, those things aren't what Abraham can do on his own. He cannot become a great nation because the the spoiler had already been alerted in last chapter when it says, and Sarah was barren and could not have for herself children. And so in order for him to be a great nation, he has to have a prodigy. He has to have a, a progeny. He has to have just some some kids that come out. He's, he's got to have kids, but that's something that he can't have. And so when God says go, then, you know, if it's, it's hard to say no. You know what I mean? It's hard to, to know that he's going to do that. And so it would have been easy for, for Abram to say no, but he doesn't. So what is this scripture saying about God, these first three verses? Well, I think it's saying that God is a God of calling. Okay. He calls people to himself and it's not based on anything we could do. Matter of fact, it almost in a sense, it's based on the fact that Abram cannot do anything to make his uh, make a great nation out of himself. He might be able to make his name great, maybe, you know, but uh, he definitely can't be a great nation because nation entails children, as we said, and he cannot have any. And so um, it might be the fact that God calls people who are even, um, they're incapable of doing the things that he calls them to. And so because of that, God himself gets the glory. Second, he's the God who blesses, man. is that whenever he um, um, desires, man, he, he and he does so often, is that he blesses us. He gives us life and vitality we see it in, in Genesis whenever he blessed the man and, and woman and told them to be fruitful and multiply the earth, a mandate that they were supposed to do. And he's still blessing today as he continues to uh, pour out his His love through the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on those who know him. So he's still blessing today. He's still giving life and vitality today. And also he's a God who is for us, man. It says that he will bless those who bless uh, us. And then it says that, or Abraham, he said he's going to curse those who curse Abraham. And that is a powerful thing that happens today, actually, uh, in the form of Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is the seed um, that uh, is talked about when he talks about making a great nation. In your seed, the entire uh, world, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And that is through Jesus. So those who bless him, honor him, glorify him, and give him his due or are, are, are receive the promises of God. But those who reject him or, or curse Jesus receive a cursing themselves, which is in hell. So this is this is just a powerful thing that extends itself all the way to the person of Christ. And we'll see a little bit of it in smaller details as we read through the patriarchs their family and how they're blessed and how they're cursed. So I, I wanted to say one thing too, before we jumped into the the last application is that it says that all the nations will be blessed in Abram. And again, that is a point straight to Christ is that we are blessed to find a hope and a reconciliation, a reunion and a renewal through the person of Jesus Christ. If we bless him, if we bless the name of Jesus, we lift it high and trust in what he has in store for us. We believe, we believe and receive, but if we curse him, reject the things that he says, then we are not going to be blessed. And so it's just powerful to see that God working in the promise that he has promised from the very beginning that the seed of the woman will crush the seed of the serpent. It is being demonstrated right here. As that chapter 10, we went through the table of nations. We saw all those different nations, man. And even though they were not the, the chosen seed of Shem, where the promise would come through, God is still looking at all of the peoples of the world. And he is saying that through this particular line, then the rest of the world is going to be saved. It's um, poetry in motion, as they say, a plan perfected. It's because God, man, he keeps his promises and he is starting well, actually, he had already started from the very beginning when he made that promise to uh, the woman. But he is—we are seeing the the first fruits of the action in that. As men, what are we supposed to do? As as people, human beings on this planet, what is it saying about this? It's saying, "Believe and receive, man. Believe and receive." Like I said in chapter, verse four, we're going to see that Abraham believed by the actions that he took. But the only thing that uh, Abram has to do is go. Like I said before, God called, God blessed, he did all these things, and there was nothing really that Abram could do to create this nation out of himself. And so it is just to believe and receive, just to believe and receive. How do we apply apply these truths to our lives, man? What are some of the promises that God has in store for us? I think Peter calls them um, these great and powerful, or great and wonderful promises. Well, it's that he's returning to get us, that we'll get to be with him. Do you trust that? Do you believe that? Do you dwell in that? Do you wait on the assurance of Christ to come as his word? It surely will pass. Are we doing that? Are you believing that he's going to help us to, move past any of these sins that are entangling us in our lives? Do you believe that? Do you trust that God is is able to pull you out of the sinful desires that you have so that you might walk in righteousness? Do you believe that God, he says that he would save us or knows how to save us from the, the uh, ridicule and the and the sin of the people that are around us that may influence us to turn and to do things that aren't according to the will and the plan of our God? Do you believe that he knows how to save us out of these things? Do you receive them? Man, I, we're going to talk about receiving and what it means um, to receive in the next episode. And so, yeah, I hope to see you guys back. And thanks for listening as we continue through our study of Genesis. And now we're on the Abraham saga, the call of the patriarch.